the way our last episode finished off mm-hmm. was that question that I asked you, why would uh, avian conservationists and clean energy advocates be at odds? Because they're a bunch of bastards. <laughs> like, wouldn't you think they'd be on the same side? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what is frequently suggested is that the left has an agenda to mm-hmm. push for wind turbines because of fitting into the Green New Deal mm-hmm. or to subsidize certain wind turbine companies, et cetera, et cetera, things like that. Mm-hmm. And sure, corporate interests uh, being funded by the U.S. should be scrutinized. I completely agree with that. But bird conservation, they don't seem to be something that we can equate with right-wing agendas. Okay. So what's the deal here? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And with the evidence showing that fossil fuels and even just buildings are far more harm- harmful than wind turbines, what's going on? What, what is the problem here? What is, what's happening now? It is almost certainly true that there are a lot of people legitimately concerned about birds being killed by wind turbines. Take Navari, for example. Uh, And and I don't like that it happens either. I I don't like that. I don't like that birds are being killed by by, uh, these wind turbines. And I don't like that any animal is ever killed by human impact. No. I really don't like it at all. No, no, neither. And, and in fact, I was a vegetarian for a long time mm-hmm. um, uh, because I didn't like the way humans were treating animals in the food industry. Yeah, and that seems like a, <clears throat> a pretty common reason for, you know, vegan veganism yeah. or whatever you call it. Yeah, well, I was yeah, I was just yeah, vegetarian. I, mean, I was still yeah. I was still drinking milk and eating yeah. cheese. I, but I mean, um, but, we're pretty cruel to animals. Yeah. We could be pretty awful. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah there's a lot that. of horrible things that happen to animals, yeah. and after seeing some of the stuff that that happens to animals in the food industry, I decided to give up eating meat. You know, yeah. so I definitely I like I definitely care about the well being of animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, something that was really odd in my reading, mm-hmm. almost none of these sites address the fact that fossil fuels, which is what we're trying to replace with clean energy, kill more birds per gigawatt hour than wind energy. That seems really odd, right? Yeah. So a lot of the most compelling arguments against wind energy come from a source that I think anyone can appreciate, and that is from savetheeaglesinternational.org. It's a .org, and it's about saving eagles. And when you go to their site, it's not all anti-wind. There are a lot of saving eagles and other birds posts. Where I first saw this website referenced was in a a petition against wind farms in in Alameda County. Mm -hmm. This was written by the president of Save the Eagles International. And according to the testimony, he is also the chairman of the World Council for Nature. Okay. So, if this guy's against wind energy... We, t- we should take them seriously. Mm-hmm. He has some real credentials here. Except uh, the first link I clicked from him mm-hmm. was his World Council for Nature link. It's a .org site. Tell me what you see when I click on this. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. It looks like a 
like a what do you, like a gambling thing. That's yeah, the word. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I'm seeing pictures of soccer. It looks like a lot of gambling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really weird, you know. So his uh his credential, one of his most uh um Yeah, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so one of his most official sounding credentials mm-hmm. um being the chairman for the World Council for Nature. Okay. He had he provided a link mm-hmm. for us to follow. Yeah, I didn't see anything about nature in there. I didn't either. No. I just saw a bunch of ads for gambling yeah. and then some foreign language I didn't recognize yeah. right off. I so don't, I don't really know what was going on there. Yeah. Um uh so WCFN.org for anybody who wants to go there and see how much about this is related to uh conservation. Mm-hmm. Check it out. I encourage you to do so because honestly, I thought I was going to get a virus. I noped out of there <laughs> immediately because yeah, it doesn't it, look like a reliable website. Like, it looks like it looks just bad. A bunch of places for viruses, and yeah. I do not speak whatever language that was. No, I don't um, even. I can't even I, really take a guess. I'm not sure. It may be Laotian. I'm not sure. I, I uh, really yeah, it could don't. Be. Uh, anyway. Uh, so then I clicked the uh, Save the Eagles International, which is, an, uh, you know, he's the president of that one. Yeah. And I was surprised to not find it ripe with uh, anti-wind and anti-solar rhetoric. And it had a timeline filled with different kinds of uh, birds. Mm-hmm. But notice I said timeline. Okay. So essentially the link takes you to a blog on this site. Before I get into the blog, I want to talk about this president of, I mean, CEO, a guardian of the galaxy, <laughs> supreme overlord of international saving the Eagles, whatever. Anyway, yeah. his the name Eagle is, guy. his name is Mark Duchamp. And what? Mark douchebag? What? Yes. Mark douchebag is his name. <laughs> so, uh, and as somebody who cares about conservation, and saving eagles, I'm sure he comes from a good place. So sure. he probably doesn't have any agenda other than saving eagles when it comes to opposing wind power. Mm-hmm. But strap yourself in. <laughs> strap yourself the fuck in. Because I found his Facebook page. Oh, God. And holy shit, you are not ready for this. <laughs> so let's start with a little one. We'll just get ourselves acclimated, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to go from zero to 60 right away. No, you get whiplash um, doing that. So uh, here's a post from Mark Duchamp. He he reposted uh, somebody named Steve Huff, and uh, <clears throat> Steve Huff posted, Breaking my own rule on political posts. This is just too important to stay quiet about. Please, and then all caps, please watch and share it everywhere you can. Virginia is about to legally lose the majority of our Second Amendment rights if we don't stop this now. Second Amendment? Isn't that the right to bear arms? Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Okay, sure. Okay, big big Second Amendment guy. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything necessarily. Uh, that, and in fact, a lot of hunters are big conservationists as mm-hmm. well. 
Okay. Because they, you know, experience nature. Sure. Um, and they also happen to be Second Amendment boasters. So nothing too weird going on here, but uh, let's keep reading his uh, Facebook page. Here's an article that Mark shared. Mm-hmm. HR1 is nothing but a power grab designed to elect Democrats. House 1 resolution should really be called the Fill the Swamp Act. This cooks... <laughs> This crooked piece of legislation would mandate a colossal takeover of the state election process to empower big government liberals and corporate interests. So, of course, Democrats are trying to force it through. It seems every year that passes, more and more power is shifted away from the people and to the hands of the wealthy, elite few in Washington. These politicians and bureaucrats love micromanaging more and more of our everyday lives. From our roads and bridges, our firearms, our relationships to our doctors, our, our elementary schools, our farms, even our toilets. These freedom and federalism-hating politicians can't help themselves from interfering with uh, Americans' choices. I'm going to briefly touch on one thing, because I'm sure we're going to end up having to do an entire episode on this certain thing that I'm going to mention, so I'm yeah. just going to briefly mention it. Okay. Uh, so they love micromanaging more and more of our everyday lives, and one of the... Uh, um, examples was our elementary schools. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to ban fucking books right now? The right wing. Yeah. Big fucking time. Oh, yeah. Uh, the left wing is like, we want to have everything available for anybody who wants to learn, whereas the right wing wants to ban these books, and they also want to ban teaching about LGBTQ matters. That is micromanaging our elementary schools. I, I don't know where this is even fucking coming from. It does not make any sense. I don't know where it's coming from. And Mark, according to his post, can't believe that this is happening. That's what he said. He just can't believe it. I believe that he can't believe it. I believe that he <laughs> says he can't believe it's happening. Yeah. So... The bill that this uh, article is referring to and Mm -hmm. that Mark is just in disbelief about Mm -hmm. is called the H.R. 1 bill, Mm -hmm. House Resolution 1. So the one that they're calling the Fill the Swamp Act, you know, which is obviously uh, banging on a talking point from Donald Trump about how he wants to drain the swamp even though he turned out to be extremely corrupt. Right. <laughs> okay, so what does that mean? Like, I, don't, I didn't follow Trump at all. What is drain the swamp? Is that What is that? So, essentially, Donald Trump was saying that the White House was filled with too many corrupt people, okay. and he's going to, quote, drain the swamp, meaning that he's going to get rid of corruption. Okay. But let's see uh, what the side who introduced this bill, the H.R. 1 bill, um, has to say. Uh, this is from uh, Representative Zoe Lofgren's page on the bill uh, from House.gov. HR1 is a sweeping package of pro democracy and anti corruption reforms 
to put power back in the hands of the American people by ending the dominance of big money in politics, making it easier, not harder to vote, and ensuring that politicians actually serve the public interests. H.R. 1 offers the most transformational and comprehensive democracy reforms in more than four decades, following through on Democrats' election promise to clean up the chaos and corruption in Washington. Which is 100% the opposite of what this stupid fucking article said. Okay. <clears throat> it is It is absolutely the opposite. It, like, they could not be more incorrect. So, it, like, you know, with the with their article, it just, it, it, it blows my mind, hmm. you know, that, you know, the article reads that it's Bill the Swamp Act, and it's a colossal takeover to empower big government and corporate interests and uh, put more uh, uh, power into the hands of the wealthy when that's the exact opposite of the purpose of the bill. Now, like you can, you can criticize things that the government do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because I do all the time. Oh, I yeah. fucking hate the government a lot of times. That's all right, as American. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about uh, about the U.S. is that yeah. I can do this podcast and not worry about you know if the government's going to shut us down because of me bitching about them, and I do a lot, mm. and I bitch about you know. The you know even the current president who I'd still rather have over the Republican yeah. I I bitch about him and I bitch about the government a lot and I'm allowed to do that and that's one of my favorite things about uh, about the United States but this article saying the opposite of what HR one actually does is just a fucking lie it is a pure lie to try to elect more Republicans mm-hmm. and, and not just Republicans because, because like the people who share this kind of crap also hate other Republicans because they're not far right enough. And it's okay to criticize. It's okay to bring attention to things that you think are wrong, but to just flat out fucking lie like this, is not okay. And it should be scrutinized. And more people should be able to recognize when when uh, some of these people with political agendas are just feeding pure bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because there are some talking points on the right that could have some substance to them. But they don't focus on those things. Instead, they decide to focus on these lies because they're more popular and they sound more exciting than what the reality is. And it, it's, it's upsetting to see it behave that way because I want to try to have a balanced view between the left and the right. You know, I want to try to give credence where it's due between both sides, but I find myself having to side with the left so much more often because the right wing spreads fucking crap like this that is purely not based on reality. And it just, it's infuriating. It it, it pisses me off because I would prefer to see a debate between two sides that are sincerely arguing for their points 
and not just playing a fucking game like these people, you know, and, and not just making shit up. And so anyway, they're full of fucking shit. They have no fucking leg to stand on when it comes to this. And it really does not need to continue. So anyway, I went on a little bit of a rant there. (laughs) That's all right. But, um, I'm not going to get into this uh, you, the useless cycle of Dems versus Republicans said they said this, they said that, blah, 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 you know, because like the right's going to say, oh, but Tucker Carlson said this and the left is going to be, like, oh, but Keith Oberman said this. And I fucking hate both of them. And uh, which and the thing is, I'm super left leaning. But the thing is, I don't really like uh, news talking heads in general, yeah. even if they're on my side. The right wingers often see the left wing as having like a ploy to support wind energy especially because of the green new deal and all that stuff like and, and also uh a lot of these clean energy alternatives have come from the left in general yeah so it doesn't mean that say tucker carlson has um some weird or bizarre or fucking out of his goddamn batshit fucking mind crazy nonsensical agenda right sure <laughs> So it would be really crazy if it turned out that some of these places that I've been looking into, it'd be really weird if they just had some sort of batshit idea that they have an agenda to support. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. It would be fucking crazy if the chairman for the World Council for Nature had some kind of fucking nonsensical agenda. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. He has posted a change.org petition. And we've talked about change.org before. Yeah. And as this guy is like the president of Saving Eagles, I'm sure this is going to be about eagles being killed. Sure. So this is the title of his change.org petition. Petition with an exclamation point. All capital letters. Very serious. Stop all wind turbine projects until... Infrasound health is stu- infrasound. Huh? What's infrasound health? No idea. I was huh. hoping it would explain more as you went along. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I have to click in here and and read the whole and read the actual petition. Mm-hmm. I'm not giggling because this is really fucking stupid or anything. <laughs> no, of course um, not. Okay, so. <laughs> Thousands of people are living within 20 kilometers or 12 miles, Mm -hmm. uh, roughly, of a wind turbine and may be suffering from health issues created by infrasound. (laughs) Okay. Don't don't laugh. This is serious. I'm sorry. Serious. That was was something else. Don't laugh, Bobby. Don't laugh at infrasound health, okay? Don't Mm-mm. laugh at it. I'm not gonna. Stop I don't know at... why you would think I would laugh at something like that. I mean, this because is serious you business. just did. No, I didn't. Uh, but it's a you very can't prove serious it. subject. You don't have a recording of that. There's no proof. <laughs> I do. God damn it. <laughs> I do have a recording of that. No, you don't. I'm gonna erase it. It just happened. Uh, but um, these infrasound impacts on human health, uh, mm-hmm. they include... Reducing cardiac muscle strength. Bummer. Uh, Infrasound affects the inner ear and the brain and can cause sleeplessness, 
emotional reactions, and many other distressing symptoms. Infrasound has even been investigated as a use as a weapon. I'm not laughing. Don't laugh. Don't laugh at this. This is serious stuff. Okay. Below are just a few of the many experts who have highlighted the problems. Adults, children, and animals are all at risk. I am mm-hmm. asking you to sign this petition to help persuade governments all over the world to stop all wind turbine projects until the health issues caused by infrasound are thoroughly investigated by an independent body. This is very serious Mm -hmm. and a matter that cannot be ignored. A five megawatt wind farm would possibly generate a detectable infrasound signal even from a distance of 20 kilometers. That's from Dr. Lars Serrana for the Institute for Geosciences and Natural (laughs) Resources in Germany. And that is a good source to use. But uh, let me read the quote again for you, and Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me what it says about the impact on humans' health. Mm -hmm. Quotes, again, a 5-megawatt wind farm would possibly generate a detectable infrasound signal even from a distance of 20 kilometers. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, hmm. I don't, I can't, I don't see anything in there about the impact on human health no. or, or animal health no, or anybody's I mean, it's, health. It's detectable at 20 kilometers. I mean, that's, it's just, that's good. But is like, that, is that detectable? Cause like little birds heads are exploding or what? <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, you know, maybe they're like it, like with a certain type of microphone, you could pick it up. Yeah. I don't quite. Yeah. Understand it doesn't, why that it would doesn't be a bad really thing. like, if that's their best quote, that's number one, by yeah. the way, lots that's, of things are detectable at 20 kilometers. I mean, the, a really good bottle rocket <laughs> would be detectable at 20 kilometers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I could hear it from 20, like, Oh, you yeah. know, like, yeah, I, hear, exactly. I hear a little pop. It, it might know? take a second for it to get to you, but, I mean, you'd notice it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it just said detectable. It doesn't yeah. say anything about human health. So let's read what his number two is here. All right. Number two, quote, we can definitely say that under these acute conditions, infrasound really does have a distinct effect on heart muscle tissue. Oh, okay. Both series of tests have revealed a clear reduction in heart muscle strength. And this is from uh, Christian Vall, the director of cardiac and uh, vascular surgery at uh, Maine's University Medical Center. That's not from the same study. Okay. But these quotes are stuck together as if one follows the other. Yeah. We have no idea if this person is referring to being right next to um, a wind turbine or living within 20 kilometers of one. We have no clue. Right. So, infrasound, Bobby. Keep me awake all night. Bobby, infrasound. Mm, yep. If you don't believe me, let me read for you from the <laughs> quarterly interdisciplinary uh, journal called uh, Noise and Health. Mm-hmm. Throughout history, people have suffered from physical symptoms that they have attributed to modern technologies. Often, these attributes are strongly held 
but not supported by scientific evidence. Oh, hmm. Who needs I, scientific evidence? I mean, that's just overrated. Oh, uh, that's that's just the way it starts. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll keep reading. Um, symptoms attributed to the operation of wind turbines, and in parentheses, called wind turbine syndrome by some, <laughs> may fit into this category. Okay. Several psychological mechanisms might account for symptoms attributed to wind turbines. First, the nocebo effect is a, <laughs> a well-recognized phenomenon in which the expectation of symptoms can become self-fulfilling. Second... <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> you expect symptoms so you get them? What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I expect to have a broken foot tomorrow. I guess it's going to come to work. It's yeah. a nocebo. Well, yeah, so it, yeah, so like a nocebo effect, it's like a placebo effect. Yeah, no, I get that. Except for a negative version of it, you know. That's so like, if you are near, if you're near a wind turbine uh-huh. and you expect it to impact you negatively, you're going to attribute your symptoms to. Oh uh, sure, that exposure. yeah, that's all the wind turbines' fault. So, yeah. yeah, okay, exactly. Second, misattribution of uh, pre-existing or new symptoms to a novel technology can also occur. Third, worry about modern technology increases the chances that someone attributing symptoms uh, will attribute them to it. Fourth, social factors including media reporting and interaction with lobby groups can increase symptom reporting. For wind turbines, there is already some evidence that a nocebo effect can explain the attributed symptoms, while misattribution seems likely. Mm-hmm. Although worry has not been uh, directly studied, research has shown that people who are annoyed by the sound that wind turbines produce are more likely to report symptoms and that annoyance is associated with its attitudes toward the visual impact of wind farms and whether a person believes the benefits are economically viable from wind farms. Given that these mechanisms may be sufficient to account for the experiences reported to sufferers, policymakers, clinicians, and patients should insist on good quality evidence before accepting a more direct causal link. So, the science doesn't exactly support the point that infrasound is causing these problems. Um, Just that people who do not enjoy the sight of wind turbines or are very much influenced by some of these political talking heads talking against wind turbines, they're more likely to report symptoms. But there's no actual causal link that has been detected. What is awful about this, though, is that if you do Google about wind turbine syndrome or about the effects of exposure to wind turbine infrasound, one of the first results you get is, and this is a quote from Google, like this is one of the first things that pops up in Google when you search it, Mm -hmm. quote, it has been reported that noise from wind turbines can lead to such symptoms as dizziness, nausea, the sensation of ear pressure, tinnitus, hearing loss, sleeping disorders, headache, and other symptoms. That's my problem. I have wind turbine syndrome. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah I've been that's... suffering from a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah, it's all wind turbines. I'm calling into work on uh, Tuesday. No, Wednesday. I don't want to lose my holiday pay. Yeah, there you go. I got wind turbine syndrome. I got wind turbine syndrome. I'm sorry. I can't come in today. My ears are all messed up. That quote comes from PubMed, which does very thorough research. Okay. So if you just see this phrase on Google and just look at the source without reading into it, you're going to think that is really good information. However, if you click the link and continue to read with context, what it actually reads is whether or not this exposure can result in an array of described symptoms and disorders has been widely debated. It has been reported that noise from wind turbines can lead to such symptoms as then it at least lists those symptoms. Mm, okay. So the mis- the misinformation is pervasive. It's pervasive enough that when you search Google, it picks out that quote out of context. And uh, it, it says, additionally, the term wind turbine syndrome has been coined to describe the association with these symptoms to wind tur- turbine noise exposure. However, the level of scientific evidence and wind turbine research uh, evaluated by several comprehensive reviews is poor as most of the research used to reach this conclusion found in these studies has been based on mere case reports and other similar studies. So it's anecdotal evidence is what it is. Yeah. So basically if I were to say, well, I was near a wind turbine and I got a headache, then they would have to put it in that report. Yeah, that's wind know. turbine syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, I got wind turbine syndrome. You know, yeah, like well, it's, WTS. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep, the, I'm like, hey, I'm calling into work. I got WTS. <coughs> and they're going to say WTF is what they're going to say. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the, the misinformation is, is very pervasive. And, uh, what makes these claims like the infrasound argument so robust right now is that while many studies on wind turbines have not shown any significant correlation between infrasound of windmills and health of communities, there have also been or there haven't been robust robust studies enough to fully debunk the claim. So the infrasound argument against wind turbines can find a snug little place in the gaps of our knowledge. But there are two major things wrong with that position. Okay. One, why are anti-wind turbine sites associated with anti-solar panel causes? Yet fossil fuels are not addressed in any way. So... I've read a dozen websites at least on this. Mm -hmm. They often link themselves to being uh, anti-solar panel as well. Okay. But they don't talk about fossil fuels. Seems a little odd to me. Yeah. Um, You know, especially considering the fact that fossil fuels are known to kill more birds. Yeah. And even if you don't believe in climate change, just the buildings alone kill more birds. The other thing that's wrong with this is that if you're really that concerned about harm that um, an energy production is doing, you focused on wind energy as the target of concern. But why not 
petition to have the wind turbines further from your homes. Uh, even according to the change.org petition, the concern area is about 12 miles, whereas the effect of greenhouse gases are worldwide. So if you're really if you really care about your or anyone else's health and sincerely believe that the sound, the infrasound is dangerous, you would support wind energy, but you would just want it further away from where people live. I've read hundreds of pages uh, over a month time, essentially, which ended up being longer than a month because since it took us so long to uh, record this, I did end up reading even further into this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm not generally super interested in doing multipliers uh, yeah. for podcasts. Uh, and this subject, it could have its own entire series. It's actually still ongoing, which uh, most the most robust research uh, seems to be in favor of wind energy. And uh, the effects on the large scale, though, are still to be seen, essentially. But uh, like any of the evidence that you see, wind energy has more benefits than it does harms. You know, so yeah, it seems like it. I yeah, mean, killing two, twenty thousand birds as opposed to you know twenty million, like that's yeah, that's, that's a not huge, a lot. It's a huge difference, you yeah. know. Yeah. Plus, I mean, what's its biggest downfall? It might be annoying. To listen to, right? Yeah, you know, you and, get a squeaky one out there. That would be, <laughs> you know, yeah. If it had a squeaky uh, ceiling fan or something like that, I'd be like, "Oh my god, shut it off!" <laughs> and these the the misinformation about the uh, infrasound mm -hmm. causing problems to human health. Mm -hmm. It the it has been so robust. Um, it has been so common throughout the internet that I almost bought it for a second mm -hmm. until I kept reading. So it is a very pervasive bit of misinformation. I suppose you could have one break apart and like fling pieces. And that does happen. So Oh I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well happen. I mean anything's gonna break yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah. And and we have but the thing is like we have a power plant that's right across the river mm -hmm. and I remember uh acid snow coming <laughs> down <laughs> over my house, you know? So like it's it's like you know and I didn't think I didn't know acid snow was a thing until I experienced it. I mean, it makes sense. You got acid one, rain. One of the horrible things about acid snow, like, so I mean, obviously it's bad, but yeah, uh, one of the bad things about acid snow is like you can hear when it hits the ground. It sizzle, like you hear a sizzle as it hits the ground. Yikes. Yeah, buy new shingles for your roof. <laughs> it's nasty. It's nasty stuff, is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, acid anything pretty much is not going to be good. But, like, so the opposition to wind energy doesn't have much to stand on mm -hmm. outside of the concerns of where these wind turbines are built. And uh, the most, the people who are most vehemently behind these oppositions, besides Guerrilla, the Navari website that I told you about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, our new so, sponsor. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm on their side. Like, I'm on their side with their argument. You know, like, okay. you know, move the wind turbines. You know, don't, just don't, don't put them where, we live in where our wildlife is. You know, I get that. Yeah. I, I'm fully on board with them, you know. Um, That's going to be tough to do, though. I mean, you said, what, 12 miles, 20 kilometers, something like that? Well, well that's the thing, though, that they have coast sides. That, that it doesn't have as much wind. Yeah. They have coast sides that they're willing to 
to have wind turbines on. And it won't produce as much power, which is unfortunate. But at the same time, it'll have a less impact on the uh, wildlife and it'll have a less impact on them as a people. And so I'm like, okay. okay, like as much as it sucks, like I'm okay with that trade off. You know, I think that's okay. Mm. And um, you could just fill Antarctica with them. Maybe like there's nobody up there. That'd be great. You know, if we could get the energy, like, <laughs> uh, it's probably pretty windy up there. Isn't yeah, it? I'm sure it is. Or down but, there, down yeah, there, down there for Antarctica. Sorry. Well, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I mean, it's not up or down. It's, it's south or north. But but whatever. <laughs> um, but like the thing is though that getting the energy from there to us would take energy to do. You know what I mean? Ah, you just need a longer cable. That's yeah. right. You just plug it in. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, well. <laughs> of course, you don't want too many of them in the wrong spot because then the earth's going to spin funny because there's too much wind going. And, you know. <laughs> just, just, they'll spin one way and then a little bit the other way. And make, then... make sure they're pointing the right direction. Otherwise, you're going to have time going backwards and shit like that. And it's like it's going to confuse everybody. And But, like, you know, well, the thing is, though, that these, these anti-wind um, people turn out to be rooted in these right-wing agendas who have never given a shit or even half a shit about the environment in the first place. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, they don't believe in climate change. They don't believe in, you know, science in general, to be honest. And it's just, it's it's it's, it's insane. Anyway, so uh, what do you think, Bobby? I think we need more wind turbines. I think so, too. Um, also, more solar panels. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now, one thing that can be argued is <laughs> that Mark only opposes wind energy specifically because he's concerned about the effects on eagles. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, I just saw a post from oh, Mark no. Duchamp. This is a post sent to at real Donald Trump. <laughs> okay. Please help us get rid of crony capitalists such as the wind energy and the solar energy industry and the IPCC subsidy seekers enough with wasting taxpayer money on raising electricity bills. Doesn't sound like uh, wind energy and and con- conserving eagles is his no his agenda here. Not really, no. Yeah, no. No, uh, doesn't that? Yeah, it sounds like he he might have uh, yeah, he might have um something else to uh, concern him. So I will defend Mark to the extent that he has been pretty active and consistent in his posts about supporting environmental causes. Mm-hmm. I went through his Facebook and I went back through 2012. Actually, I went oh, back that far. I read right. 11 a years. shit ton of his Facebook. Um, it took me hours and hours and hours to read through this, especially since he posts in uh, Spanish, French, English, and Portuguese. Oh, my gosh. Um, and uh, it seems to be mostly environmental causes. And uh, I'm, in, I'm in support of environmental causes. But you lose me when you jump onto an anti-clean energy initiative because birds flew into a wind turbine. And you literally ask Donald Trump for help. I'm going to quote a tweet from Donald Trump. The concept of global warming was created by and for Mm -hmm. the Chinese in order to make the U.S. manufacturing 
non-competitive. Okay. It's a statement so stupid that even he found it necessary to refuse he ever said it on the 2016 debate debate stage. (laughs) No, it wasn't me. I don't know who said that, but it wasn't me. (laughs) So, if you were going to be calling yourself a conservationist... I wouldn't dare. And uh, <laughs> and you ask Donald Trump for help. Never. You lose me at that point. Yeah, you know? I'd so lose, like, lose me, if, too. If you, if you are acting like an environmentalist and you ask Donald Trump for help, you lose me at that point. And like, so the meme, the meme, the original meme we went over, you know, yeah. with the, yeah. the red kite who got mm-hmm. killed. Yeah. It, it's absolutely fine, and I'm not being sarcastic this time. It's It's absolutely fine. Uh, if it's to bring the attention to harm that's done to birds by wind turbines, I'm fine with that. I, yeah. I love the fact that that people want to bring attention to it. But the comparison to oil spills, which is likely to kill 25 times as many birds, kind of kills the argument. Yeah. Plus, windmills are meant to reduce the reliance on fossil fuels, reducing these risks. And if you're being intentionally deceitful and actually have a hidden agenda when you make a meme like this, go fuck yourself. Anyway, we have a Twitter X account at MemingListPod. We don't really have a lot of followers on there, so uh, if you want to follow us, follow us. We got a shit ton of listeners. Oh, yeah. We have listeners all over the world. It's crazy. Yeah, you guys but, rock. But I feel like not a lot of them are using uh, X, which I don't blame them. Uh, so hopefully we'll have a Blue Sky account soon. Bobby, any closing mm. thoughts? I don't know. I, I Personally, I don't think windmills or wind turbines are such a bad idea. I don't think so either. I mean, they, a, yeah. they, they might take out a few birds, but what doesn't? I mean, yeah. anything yeah. that people make up are going to affect and, the animal population. Any tall thing population. is going to. You yeah, know. and not, not uh, just the tall things. Anything we create. I mean, cars. Uh, cars aren't very tall. Oh, they yeah. take out all kinds of birds. But, you know, yeah. birds birds adapted. They got shorter wings, and now they can take off faster. Yeah, so, and, uh, and if When's it, the last time you hit a bird with your car? In fact, I have hit one recently, one, and uh, it surprised the shit out of me because usually they just get out of the way. Yeah. Be like, I did, fully did not expect to hit that bird because they always... They're very good at avoiding yeah. those kind of things. And it, and it just surprised me. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.